Welcome to the Scale Up Valley podcast, where we bring the best of the best to help you scale from 1 million to 1 trillion. And these are very special times. So we are now managing wartime, but there are a lot of companies that are benefiting a lot from wartime. I'm talking about the solution that we are using now to record this podcast, Zoom, Slack, uh, some companies, some online uh, B2C e-commerce uh, companies. So there are a lot of companies that are scaling up during uh, crisis and this pandemic crisis. But there are also another companies that are adjusting and are preparing to be stronger at the end of this wartime and be prepared to the post-war um, period. Mm -hmm. Today, we have a very special guest to help us navigate these war times and be prepared to the post-war period. His name is Pedro Mosquita, the Managing Director at Fujifilm Iberia. Pedro, welcome to the show. Thank you, Miguel. Thank you very much for the intro. And uh, yeah, thank you for inviting me and to having me here. So it's a big pleasure for me. My pleasure. Thanks for making uh, time on your busy agenda. Uh, we'd love to know a little bit more about yourself and about uh, Fujifilm. Okay. So let me start from, uh, from myself. Yeah, so I joined Fujifilm a long time ago, maybe when I was a kid, I don't know, so very long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm really proud and, uh, to still work in this, uh, this uh, company. So Fujifilm as a, as a company is a really, so I learned about the Japanese culture. So and I'm maybe one of the facilitators to expand what, what we believe is uh, the Japanese culture and try to adjust uh, this uh, this the way of working in the European market, which is uh, totally different. So, yeah. So I'm uh, related. Uh, so I I I, uh, I joined Fujifilm uh, in healthcare is uh, healthcare business. At that time, healthcare business was not was not so big uh, uh, compared to what we have today. And uh, and then eight years ago, so um, yeah, from from Portugal. So I'm a Portuguese guy, as you know. Yeah. So from Portugal, so Likewise. I went, I went abroad <laughs> so, and I start my international career as, and I was appointed as a VP in uh, medical IT and uh, point of care business activities in, in, in Fujifilm. So I experienced to work with German people and Japanese people at the same time. So I was responsible for EMEA. And at that time also I had contact with all the, all the other, other cultures like, uh, yeah, Middle East, and so uh, where I had opportunity to really, yeah, to experience that. Uh, in fact, the world is not so global as we as we imagine. So there are different cultures everywhere and different ways to make business. So this is what I learned. Also with the German people. So I, I think I, I uh, after four years working in Germany. So uh, yeah, I became more balanced guy, management point of view for sure. So much more oriented on prices and probably more corporate oriented uh, because I'm really a business uh, business uh, oriented person. Kind of. So that's that's my my main story in Fujifilm, and currently I'm uh, I'm located in Barcelona, the city you are living right now, as well. Nice. So uh, um, yeah, and uh, operating from there over headquarters of Fujifilm uh, Iberia, which is Fujifilm Portugal and Spain. Got it. To give some context to, to the audience, so we are now talking about a company that is around 20B plus in yeah. annual revenues, yeah. Yeah. offices all over the world, yeah. 70K plus employees yeah. around the world. Yeah. Uh, 
any more details in terms of the size and the stage of growth of this giant? Yeah, I think Fujifilm, Fujifilm started, as you mentioned, so in 1934, uh, and we are mainly a chemi chemical company. So, and currently we have expertise in chemicals. So, and, uh, and we use this expertise, uh, as most of the people knows, uh, to, to produce uh, photo, photo business and to expand our photo business around the world. One of our targets was to to compete against Kodak. In fact, I think we succeed, succeed. and we succeed because we are a resilient uh, company, because of our Japanese culture, and also because we, we learned that with technology, we can, uh, we can leverage, uh, in fact, our expansions in the world. This is the basic strategy of photo imaging in the beginning. But as you know, so the digital age came, and uh, so we had also to adapt ourselves, and in 2000, suddenly, we start lost, losing uh, our service, uh, our, our, our sales, sales than over 20% a year. And in photo imaging, we, we, we had uh, concentrate 60% of the profit generated by the company. So now you can imagine how difficult times we had to, we had, we had, we had to, to face at that time. So what, what happened in fact is, uh, yeah, suddenly, we saw our cash cow uh, um, uh, to be destroyed very quickly. So, and uh, the, the main point, and uh, in order for us to, to, to really to invert this situation and to become, as you mentioned, 80,000 80, employees, uh, uh, more than 20 billion uh, um, total turnover, and also around a footprint of 290, 290 companies uh, all over the world. So the main topic was, uh, diversification so we can mm -hmm. we use our technology so we combine technology with diversification so we use the technology we we had uh, developed for photo imaging and we apply in different areas like uh, healthcare uh, cosmetic uh, and also other 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 bbs so i think the point is and in in 10 years so we convert our company uh, photo imaging became uh, yeah only 15% of our, our total turnover which is a uh, fujifilm in fact everybody looks to fujifilm as a photo company but uh, photo is only 15% so i think the point is technology and diversification it was our the main two pillars for us to to make the turnaround and uh, and we succeed in fact and uh, it's amazing because it's almost 90 years so yeah 19 34, uh, yeah. Fujifilm has lived the uh, World War II. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of the Asian depression, uh, yeah. the 2008, uh, and now uh, what, what promises to be a, a black swan uh, in terms of economic crisis, uh, the yeah. one that we are living uh, yeah. today with all the Japanese uh, resilience and, and wisdom. Yeah. Already combined it with with a lot another cultures as you said, the Portuguese, the German, yeah, and exactly. all, the, all the other cultures that make mm -hmm. it now part of um, Fujifilm. So, Pedro, how how do we how do we scale a giant like this? So sometimes we we discuss how difficult it is to yeah. double a company from ten to twenty yeah. million, and and you have multiple companies in the portfolio of. Fujifilm and, and you know yourself how difficult it is to double a company at that stage. So how is it possible to go from 1B to 20B and, and now from 20B to 40 or 50B? What are the avenues of growth on your perspective? 
Yeah, as I, as I told you now, in our case or in our in in my, in my experience, uh, of course, uh, to scale up uh, a giant like Fujifilm, of course, important points, of course. And another point important is we, if you ask me, what is the growth strategy of our company? Of course, we have two pillars. So one of is an organic one, right. and uh, another one is by acquisition, of course. I think uh, I think uh, yeah. in in a kind of giant like this, in order to grow uh, quickly and in order to make our company attractive for the investors, of course, we need we need to show that we are investing well the profit we are generating from our business. And the only way is to grow is to show that. Uh, uh, yeah, organic growth is uh, is very well controlled and very well manageable. And at the same time, at the same time, of course, uh, acquisition is part of uh, Fujifilm strategy for the future. So, uh, and uh, and of course, return on investment is also important. So then, this the combination of two things um, is is the way Fujifilm is seeing how, how to make the growth. Um, on the other hand, uh, uh, of course, last but not least. We, we, we also take in consideration that innovation is very, very important for us. So innovation is part of, uh, is in the middle of uh, diversification and, uh, and technology. So because uh, innovation is not only technology, it is the way we manage the things. This is also innovation. So innovation is how, how you conduct your teams, how you, how you make your teams think out of the box. So this is also innovation. Innovation is not only technology. Is how you manage your teams, how how you how you can motivate them. So I think I think this is this is the most challenging part of Fujifilm is the, the inside of the culture because uh, yeah, if you look to the culture of Japanese people, the behavior is the management point of view is totally different from the European guys or the US guys. So I think the point is between this organic growth and uh, acquisition. How you can integrate uh, new companies in our group? How you can make them part of our culture? So this is the key of the the key point. So strategy is one thing, and another point is how you can succeed on your. I think the point is how you can motivate your teams. In fact, is uh, and adapt to the the culture of our companies uh, is uh, is one important point because become global company. Um, does not mean that uh, you lose your culture. So you should keep your culture, but at the same time become international, somehow global. You know. So this is the the big the big the big points we need to to manage, and uh, this is the way I believe is the Fujifilm is trying to to scale as as uh, as uh, because of course we all even we are big. We want to become bigger and bigger for the future. This is the normal way of life. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And um, this is amazing that you are mentioning culture as a, as a nuclear component yeah, of your issue. growth strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, this is yeah. really, really amazing. We always discuss three key elements to scale that are even more, more important mm -hmm. in during war times. Mm -hmm. And those are radical focus, world-class leadership and mm -hmm. culture of execution, always the culture there. Uh, you said something very interesting uh, when you were talking about your growth st strategy and getting in the, the first component of radical focus, which mm -hmm. is, it's a combination of um, technology plus diversification and of course uh, the culture. But in a certain way, mm. there is, a core component on your strategy. It's always yeah. applying the IP to new 
business units, but it's always the same technology in a, in a certain way. So there is a, a lot of focus there. So how do you combine, especially in a group of 20B, that mm -hmm. diversification is very important to build new avenues of growth, but mm -hmm. at the same time, those avenues of growth can also distract us and kill us. Yes. Um, so how do, we, how do we do this balance uh, of investing in the future growth and yeah. leveraging what is already working where we can double down? Yeah, very nice. Very good question, Miguel. Yeah, yeah very, very, very good question. In fact, this is one of the topics that make us uh, thinking about and, ch and challenging ourselves how to, how, to, how to proceed further. You know, so let, let me just give you an important, a big example, because when you talk about diversification is different type of business, what make you more stronger, because if one of the business is getting down, so you have, you have opportunity to find another opportunity to keep the company, company well balanced. So this is one of the important assets we have in the company. So this is very important. But at the same time, you also have silos inside of the, our corporation and big silos, which is difficult for us to enter in because uh, at the same time you have, you, have, uh, you have different BDs or business domain, what we call business domain, and, mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like silos. And in the same company, but they cannot talk each other. Right. So what we are, we are really working on, and this is really a good question, is in order for us to become stronger, we need to find cross-border synergies. So. I think that the, the point is how to execute, how to execute uh, uh, the, when it comes to execution, which is crucial and uh, because uh, more than the plan and the strategy is how to execute. This is really, really important. That is the key point because you, have, you could be a very good strategic point of view, can be, be very good. You can draft very well, a very a good action plan. But then when it comes to execution, this is the point where everybody could fail or the, the chance of fail is higher. So what we are really now working on is uh, in order to get synergy, because you know, synergy to me uh, is it meaning that we become more strong. So we become slim and strong in order to face a very, very competitive, uh, competitive market in, in all, mm -hmm. all, all, the, all, the, all the, the areas we are working on. So my point is uh, uh, cross-border synergy and try to break these walls. This is the big challenge we, we should... Uh, we are now facing and we are putting a lot of energies to try to solve it. So I think this is one of the important points. So let's find synergies and make cross borders, how to make it then working together. Absolutely. And this is completely aligned with the new org structure or the org structure of the present and of the future, which is the, the called team of teams, so kind of yeah. squad yeah. teams that work autonomously, yeah. independently, yeah. and that yeah. are adding value to the overall strategy uh, yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. of the group. Yeah. Uh, very good point. Uh, and, and definitely execution, it's, it's all about execution. We have a lot yeah. of uh, authors and very good books. There is also one of, uh, that I really recommend execution from Ram Sharam, which is one of my references and uh, Larry Bossidy. I think it was one of the um, companies of, of, of GE that talks a lot about this. Uh, but it, it also starts with strategy because if the strategy is too complex, the execution will slow down and it will be impossible even to understand what we are trying to uh, execute. But 90% definitely it's all about execution, especially now that we have a lot of trial and error. 
and yeah. models that are much linear. So which means that we need to do a lot of hypothesis validation and then doubling down on what is working. So let's let's jump to number two. So if we have very clear what is success, what is the next milestone, how it fits the long-term vision, the mid-term vision, the short-term vision, and mm -hmm. if we have the culture um, to, 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 to make that happen. So what is missing is really world-class leadership. So mm -hmm. the leaders that are capable to build amazing teams mm -hmm. to achieve uh, the vision. Mm -hmm. Pedro, you already have a lot of years uh, and yeah. a lot of experience leading uh, teams. Yeah. So how, how do we build the right high-performing team for each stage of growth? Because it's different to run a 100-people organization, a 300-people organization, 10,000-people yeah. organization, yeah. and, and to going from 1B to 10B or from 10 to 15B and, and the different port, uh, portfolio companies that you have in the group. Yeah, this is, uh, of course, of course, leading people is sometimes, um, um, leading people is sometimes that you cannot learn on, on university. This is the first point, but you, you, can, you can have uh, the right plan to lead, lead the people. And as you mentioned, Miguel, so when you're talking about with small teams and uh, yeah, it's easy for you to lead by example. So yeah, you can lead by example. So you can show how to, how to do, and then the people will follow you if you have, if you have uh, enough enough uh, uh, enough how I can say engagement with the, with the, with the team if you are leading uh, uh, yeah if you are leading uh, European organization so you cannot lead by example and in this point in my opinion so there are a lot of of, of course we can this we can talk about uh, maybe hours about leadership right but uh, I think the point to me is uh, as a leader I believe that our main responsibility is to gather the conditions for your team to succeed. So you need to, you should be the guy to, to create the conditions for them to succeed. Mm -hmm. so you should be very watchful and uh, try and look for the guys and what they really need to succeed. So let's see, it doesn't matter if it's a company car. I don't know if it is, uh, could, be, could be a chair. Right. Could be a table, you know. Right. So the point is what they what they really need to succeed. Let's let's be watchful, and of course, a strong HR HR um, team is very very important for you because one of the important point also is uh, that, that the teams need to understand they they they, they need to they, they they need one thing very important. So they feel they should be happy working in our company. So they should be comfortable. I, and, and so my main concern as a leader is how to how we can retain talent and to make our company attractive to young generations. This is another important point. So the leader leadership should also take in consideration this point. Even uh, with a strong HR, you can you they can help you, but this should be taken in consideration. So creating the conditions, make our our companies. Uh, Make, create the conditions to retain our talent and make our company attractive for the young generations and young talent. So this is crucial for us to succeed and to survive for the future. That's that's the main point. But of course, we can we can work we can uh, we can talk and discuss a lot about leadership. But in my, I think for the big corporation, I think it's, it's very important is to create and gather the conditions for the management team 
for the management teams we, which you are working on, or we're working it with, um, yeah, for them to succeed. So you need to be watchful about if they have the right conditions to succeed. This is my, my main point. Absolutely. And, and this is really important to have those leaders who know how to build teams to succeed to each stage of growth. Yeah, yeah. Because growing from 20-bit or from 1-bit to 20-B or from 20-bit to 50-B, it's, it's all about the leaders that you are able to attract yes. to be yes. part of the vision yes. and to feel the mission and the vision as yeah. it was of themselves. Yeah, right. Uh, and feeling the same, making, making the, the, the team feel the same kind of passion, yes, yes. inspiration, yes. the reason, the why, uh, it is really, really, yeah. really important to make things yeah. scalable uh, because if we try to do it all by ourselves, it's, it's really the recipe for, for failure. Uh, anyway, if you are starting up and you, if you try to create a structure to do it, you will fail in any way. So that's why yeah. we, need to, <laughs> we need to understand in what stage uh, we are. And moving to number three, culture of execution. We have already discussed uh, some components of this ingredient. Uh -huh. uh, and I love the, the component of uh, the Japanese culture, uh, bringing yeah. the value of resilience to the group, yeah. uh, reinventing yourself, seeing one of the cash cows suffering a lot. Yeah. Example of Kodak, for instance, yeah. uh, that is not uh, within us today and reinventing the business now to only represent 15% of, of the business. Um, and at the same time, to be able to have the, that, that radical focus, that repetition, the right leaders in place, we need to make things happen, as we yes. were discussing before. Yeah. And those all are all about the, the system, the rhythms that we have in place, mm -hmm. the communication line. And those rhythms are all about the weeklies, the dailies, the, the monthlies, the quarterlies, yeah the all ends, the kickoff uh, events. Yeah. Uh, how is being the transition, by the way, uh, through this pandemic crisis to, to remote? Yeah. Yeah, I think no one is prepared for, for this. Uh, maybe, maybe we can start with, with execution. So um, yep. <laughs> execution, of course, uh, this is the most, the most important and the most difficult after you, you, you draft your, your best strategy. But to me, execution is also be able to adjust your strategy. So part of the execution to me is uh, if you think that you define one strategy and this will not be adjusted during the execution time, you are completely wrong. This is my, my experience. My experience says that uh, when you execute, you need to be prepared to adjust. This is the first point. The second point, you need to be very, 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 very restrict on the execution. So, and for this, you need to have focus. So, and there are a lot of a lot of tactics for you to for you to to keep focus. A uh, lot of that. So, like uh, to do list or you know, so make put in your agenda. So there are a lot of tactics for sure to, for you not mm -hmm. to lose that, uh, focus. But uh, the most important point for, for me is how you can spend your time. So how you can really spend your time, how you manage your time, which is also very, so much more difficult than the security is how to manage your time and how you can use other, the others, uh, the time of the other, other people which is working with you. So how you can delegate, how you can delegate. If you are delegating the right people in order for you to execute in the, in the best way, then you can save some time. Because to me, 
execution is very related with focus. If you lose focus, you are not able to execute in a good in a good way. So, uh, so you need this to have these two combinations: so executions and focus. And for focus, you need time. So this is the three the three pillars we think uh, we should uh, we we need to take in consideration. On top of this. Please be sure, and the most important to me is when you draft a strategy and you need to have a strategy and action plan, but uh, you need to be prepared also for just your strategy. Otherwise, otherwise, if you decide to keep your strategy until the end and you are, you are not in the right direction, so you are doing not in a, a good job. And finally, you will fail. So, is it good you need to prepare to adjust your strategy? This is my, my, my experience to this to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are a lot of leaders that they said, yeah, US guys, for example, American style or American, American uh, management are very used to, to draft a strategy and, until the end. They go until the end. Uh, even they are changing somehow uh, right now because, uh, uh, yeah, the market is reacting so quickly. Uh, is so so quick uh, the, the 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 market change so you need at least according to this this factor at least you need to adjust your strategy somehow due to the 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 market environment you know market environment change so that's my 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 point yeah this is a very good point and uh, it relates with um, the pandemic crisis that we are living so yeah. anyone that's already started the year planning for 2020 will need to completely adjust uh, yeah. the plans for uh, yeah. 2020 yeah. and the context is changing and we were discussing this uh, in 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 the last weeks with uh, when this um, this happened uh, that's the context was changing every single hour. So we almost yeah, need to be yeah. adjusting every single hour and making decisions in yeah. a very unclear and uncertain uh, context and not having the fear to make the wrong decisions because uh, we need to make decisions. It's better to make a bad decision than to not do any decision um, at all. So what, what are some of the, um, of the best practices that you would share from your experience managing uh, wartime so other leaders can be prepared and, and can learn from you? Yeah, I think you mentioned the most important to me, uh, Mike or Miguel, so. <laughs> As you wish. <laughs> so I think you mentioned one important topic right now, and this is my, my really the, the strong advice, take decisions. You should mm -hmm. take decisions. You should take decisions. Of course, I'm not saying that you should take decisions uh, every hour. You need to take decisions. No, you need to think about that. You need to draft a plan. Without a, a concrete plan, it's difficult to take decisions. It's important for you to have the right information to manage. Without information, you cannot manage. But after that, you need to take decisions. So please never postpone decisions. Please take decisions. This is the main main advice from from my side management point of view leadership point of view you need to take decisions and you need to be prepared to fail of course because as soon as you take decisions you have the risk to fail and the, the the main the main the main task our main role is really to take decisions and minimize the risk of failing so this is our job but our job leadership is take decisions leadership is uh, make the things happen and another point to me, and this is part of the slogan of Fujifilm, which is never stop. I would like to add also never give up. 
So this is my, my main point. Take decisions and never give up. This is the, the, the slogan of the t-shirt that I'm using to run uh, nowadays. So when <laughs> I look to the mirror, I, I, I remember <laughs> to, to also inspire leaders outside to have them never, ever giving up. So that's, yeah, exactly. that's, a, that's an amazing... Well, I think we are very much aligned. So I do, <laughs> we, we had no time to prepare our, our interview in advance. So yeah. <laughs> always, we are always ready <laughs> to, whatever, to whatever happened. So yes. uh, there is another amazing quote, which is, uh, you, can't, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control what you do about what happens to you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that that's where our focus should be. It was it was created in uh, nine, founded in 1934, uh, and the first factory uh, in Mont Fuji. Yes. That's what, Mount you know Fuji. why? You know why? No. <laughs> because of the quality of the water. So we we wow. we had we, we need uh, very good water quality to produce film, produce a uh, good f photographic film. And uh, so we use the quality of this, the water of Fuji Mountain, and that's the reason we established there, because of the quality of the water. Yeah. So one of the reasons we established it's the amazing. factory there. Yeah. And we go to one of our favorite questions and the closing question of the show, which yes. is, uh, if you would have the opportunity to get back to your first days at Fujifilm and meet your younger self, uh, Pedro Mesquita at that time, yeah. What advice would you offer to, to Pedro at, at that age? At that age, maybe, maybe I will recommend you, please don't be so stubborn. So <laughs> yeah, sometimes stubborn and uh, to be stubborn or yeah, to be, uh, and, um, and be pushing is totally different. So pushing is one thing, stubborn is another thing. So I think you need to learn. Uh, you need to learn by yourself to manage and try to to be more balanced. So that's that's what I I, I believe the young generations needs also to understand. Yeah, young generations also. Of course, they have a lot of uh, a lot of uh, expertise, a lot of background, but uh, they don't know how to use it. So, yeah. I think they should they should be uh, they should listen and uh, this listen is very very important and uh, yeah sometimes insisting the same the same story is not good so uh, yeah I think we should be flexible and try to listen and try to adapt and adjust ourselves of course it's difficult for the young generations because young generations they have a lot of good things and I hope also also it's very important for the young generations is I hope uh, we have leadership leaders able to listen also the young generation because they have a, they have a lot of things to 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 show to us for the for the for the people for the senior guys um yeah um they they i think we we should we should also learn this should be a combination of experience and also uh, expertise and uh, and the background and new ways of thinking so this i think this is a combination in fact we cannot go we cannot make a rewind and say, yeah, this is totally different. Uh, 25 years ago, yeah, it was totally different. So with, I think uh, today is totally different than the young generation in my time. So I think uh, today the young generation should be able to listen first. And the second point also, I hope the leaders will be able to also to take them in consideration. So this is very important for the, for the companies. 
this should be a combination uh, of, of these two things. Your experience with, uh, with new ways of thinking is very important to bring for the company. So that's the reason I'm really concerned how to retain talent, but at the same time to make our company attractive to young generations. So that's, that's one of my, my main, uh, main uh, uh, activities or initiatives uh, from, from my part. That's amazing. Pedro, thank you so much for making the time. Okay. We have learned so much from you. Yeah, no, no, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure and uh, also very nice meeting you. So I hope you, I think you have also, um, I had already opportunity to talk with you not so many times, but um, yeah, I think I, I really, I want to, to wish you a very, uh, for sure you will succeed because you are very, very young, but with a very experienced management uh, coaching and uh, with a lot of management skills. So I think you can approach a lot of uh, to the young companies and even for the, for, the, for the traditional companies that they need to change. So I think uh, you should be, could be a good contribution. So it's been really a pleasure to meet you, uh, meeting you and, um, and working with you maybe in the future for sure. Thank you very much. Likewise. Thank, thank you so much, Pedro, for your kind words. And to our community, thanks for being on that side. We keep bringing to you the best of the best so you can navigate this pandemic crisis in the best way, in the best shape possible and leverage this huge opportunity to scale down, to scale up after, or even to already surf this wave and keep scaling. See you soon. Stay focused and keep moving forward. Never, ever give up.